Not to rush into all those gravity things. I know there's there's a lot for you to talk about. So if you want to continue <laughs> to talk about your favorite band, Nickelback, Sean, <laughs> be my guest. <laughs> oh, I got, got to go, guys. I'll see you. <laughs> uh, <coughs> my mom's calling. <laughs> I've noticed oh. that over the last couple years when i come into land if i if i mess it up and my legs are super cold like i mean they just get cold over the duration of the flight and not moving around and then when my legs when my feet touch down it'll send like this shooting pain there's no moral to this story i was just uh, (laughs) bitching about something i was gonna say my legs do that every time i use them so i don't (laughs) when i get out of bed (laughs) what's interesting about that is like techniques everything you know uh, growing up with a, a, a dad's football coach, everything else, you know, you always hear about players that have like great technique. They don't have to be as athletic. Right. And like when you watch guys flying paramotors, mm-hmm. you'll see guys that just have really good technique and it's like they're not even working hard, you know, like they'll just For sure. they'll take off, lean back into the motor and just kind of push them into the air. And then you'll see somebody, you know, that looks like, you know, they just got done doing an Iron Man, you know, like a right. poster boy for North Face or something. Right. They're running right. a literally tr- a little track meet to get into the air. And right. so like technique's so important to, right. to, yeah. to be you know, good. I that it's funny you say that because like I have I I still claim that I've never failed a lunch. So there's there have been times where like the carburetor got out of whack and then I like slam on full power and the motor dies. And it's like, well, obviously I don't count those sorts of things as like failed launches. I would consider a failed launch like the glider comes up and you you attempt to get off the ground, but the glider doesn't want to get off the ground because of some failed inputs. I've never failed a launch in, in that sense. Um, however, my launches do not look good. It sounds crazy, but I will tell you the most effective training tool is a cell phone uh, or a tablet. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, and because you like, you know, I've trained people and you've been around some training before in the past and there's just mm-hmm. things you do that like you can tell them they're doing and they don't believe you. They're like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And, right. you know, and you'll even show them a video of themselves doing it. And they're like, well, I'm still not sure I'm doing it. You know, and like consciously, mm. I mean, they're not calling you a liar or anything like that, but like subconsciously, you, you know, you have to kind of accept that you're doing this behavior to correct it. And they talk right. a lot about this, like an instructor pilot school for like general aviation, military mm. instructor pilot school and everything else. But you, you got to internalize that, like accept it and just watch every once in a while. Like if you got some buddies out there or whatever, like, hey, film me doing this landing or this takeoff. <laughs> right. And it's it's a good like review check on learning because you'll pick up bad habits i don't care how good you are like humans love the the path of least resistance right and so like we just get lazy it's just a fact of life and uh so like this reviewing like some takeoffs every once in a while can really help with like technique so i know for sure I know I watch some of mine sometimes. I'm just like, oh, I hope nobody else saw this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, or when I, when I like create videos for my YouTube channel, I'm like, mm, I'm just going to start this video in the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Um, so. But same thing, same thing with the landing. And just before we jump into that, I mean, because obviously it's so much fun to talk paramotors with you uh, <laughs> before getting down to business, which there's obviously a lot to talk about. But on on landings, like um, I guess what like I'm already I'm already at four thousand feet, man. I sound like a broken record. Everybody yeah. knows four thousand feet, and I'm on an eighteen meter 
uh, advanced glider and it moves really fast. And, and I don't know if you happen to have seen this recent video I made where I went looking for a geocache and I was flying like <laughs> gravity defiant. <laughs> I mean, so I, I plowed it through uh, the desert. I landed in this super, super tight section of desert. And what I mean by tight is it's not like I'm landing between trees. I was just landing between like tall desert shrubs that I would have tripped up on or, or and as it pertains to taking off, these are all the things that would absolutely interfere with a successful takeoff. Um, but I did still manage to get into the air, but I, I, I beat some crap up. <laughs> First I blame Mitch. Um, he should have taught you proper confined area uh, technique or takeoffs and approaches. I was uh, yeah from I, the so I mean if it's whoever else you can blame down there that's all what the I do juju first. Yeah. all the juju goes to the bad juju goes to Mitchell. <laughs> so, no, I I bring that up because like whenever I see that uh, like people land in like tight areas or taking off in tight areas, like I immediately go back to you know kind of fall back to what my training was as a as a helicopter pilot. And they right. teach a lot of techniques, you know, obviously they're really good at it. I've been doing it a long time of like abort points and like mm. decision points. Like when you're going into a confined area approach yeah. or like a confined area takeoff or, you know, some type of um, depending on what you're doing, because you may be power limited. You know, there'd be some performance criteria that you can't do that maneuver or it right. makes it more risky is that people forget like you get a go around, you know, like go arounds are free. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, it's, I've done it. Everybody's guilty of it. Like there's those that have, and those that will It's the only difference. But like next time you're landing in a situation like that, like you can do a low approach, you know, like a go around, like a For plan sure. go around, like, For Hey, sure. am I going to make this? And like the same thing on takeoff yeah. too. Like I always tell people like, you know, no matter what you're flying, like having a board point to where like, if I'm not in the air at this point in time, like <laughs> something's went wrong and we may need to adjust what that is. You know? It's funny. Well, the, the problem was, is before I took off, I said 110% commitment. If it was 100%, that means making the right choice. But 110% means effort. We're getting in the air one way or another. You did it. Uh, you did it straight army style. So you just kept running until it happens. So. <laughs> Fortunately, uh, I got back to the field safe and sound. And really, the only thing wrong is is I I messed up the net, which is interesting because on the last gravity defiant video that I did make, I said the net is very durable, which it is. The net is very durable, and I and I said, but secondly, if your net were ever to break, being that you built the paramotor, you'll know how to fix it. Uh, so so that's what I'm going to get to do here sooner than later. <laughs> well, I will, I'll put my gravity sales pitch in here. I will tell you the net is made of probably this, one of the strongest materials that we can find to make a net out of. Right. Um, it's made out of high quality Dyneema style cord, you know, everything else. And uh, so it, it's about as strong as we can make it or any other manufacturer make it. You know, other manufacturers are using similar material. Right, um, right, right. You know, I'm sure everybody's got their own special, but um, it's about as strong as we can make the net. Without going so, to like steel cables. You steel could go cable to like netting. <laughs> graphene or something, going to make a space elevator, some nano, something <laughs> crazy. But uh, no, that's uh, it doesn't get much stronger than that. And then there's some argument that you may not want it that strong. Uh, depending, you know, if the props hit and everything else. But uh, 
So no, we're pretty proud of the net on the gravity though. It's it, it took a long time to get one as, as strong as we could get it. You know, it, it's the other thing I wanted to mention about like the gravity defiant and as far as like, you know, opting like, I mean, I, I could buy a set of the carbon fiber hoops, but in all reality, like I don't really think that that Anthony Vela is the most ideal candidate to be purchasing <laughs> carbon fiber hoops that you guys have, which is their, your lightweight um, sheds off two pounds, right? Uh, or, yeah. Right around there, right? Something in and about. Like yeah. I can cut this out. I mean, I don't know. I'll say Trevor Steele is Del Chauncey's. Um, nephew and and I actually like the guy like I think he, he 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 gets a lot of that kind of like backlash but he yeah. he handles it well on the video he he like made some comment about the net not being very strong I was like uh, I, just, I just didn't think he understood like I was like okay so maybe a competitor making a comment but I but I think that's a great uh conversation point because I think and I, I report a podcast I know everybody's gonna hear this I don't think like the flat top is a bad paramotor, you know, and it's a tank, right? <laughs> yeah, and the netting structure that he's done on it is, is it's, it's a good net. You know, he uses a heavy duty Kevlar line and it's multiple rivets holding and it's, it's very strong. It, it's good at what it does. Um, but we always go back to what trade-offs are, you know, and the repairability of that net is probably a little more challenging than the repairability of ours. And also the modularity, ours obviously breaks down to where those stay structural, you know, cage pieces that are, you know, that are designed specifically for one side. Um, and so, and I think that's important, you know, even if that leads somebody away from buying a gravity paramotor and, and instead buying a flat top or bear jet or whatever brand out there, I think it's important that customers understand those trade-offs, you know, like there is no magic pill of, this paramotor is the best paramotor that's ever built. It's just not there. It's it, it's what trade-offs do you want? You know, what features benefit you the most for the type of flying that you're going to do is I think is the important thing that customers um, should, should look at because it's not good. Like it's not good for gravity. If a customer buys a gravity and they're not happy with it, like, yeah, it's, we got to sell like short term, but that's just not all good long-term branding strategy from like a business standpoint is I want somebody to be happy with uh with our machine to where like they're our biggest enthusiasts like you know me like to, if the, i want them to get a machine and are so pleased with it like their other paramotor friends have to tell them to shut up because they're tired of hearing about it right from the very beginning i, I st- said that i don't like this up air harness that that i have on my paramotor yeah i also added that the building process is is intimidating like there's a yep. lot of parts uh, you guys do have some videos out there but still for an individual like myself who's not used to building things it can certainly be something you'd want to consider when it comes to purchasing it. Well, and, and a lot of people don't probably know this, but there is a, a dealer build option to where right. the dealer will build it, build it out for you. I think it's $400 more. Right. Um, and, and part of that's just pure cost reduction on our end, you know, having, having to pay somebody to help put it together and everything else just takes time. And if we were to do that, we have to raise the cost because we have to make some money to keep the lights on or we won't be able to stay in business. Right. Um, and so that, that option is out there and, you know, I, I don't know what the exact breakdown is, but you know, you made a comment the other day in some other conversation I was in with you that about half the people in the sport love the maintenance. They just want to work on it, you know, and then the other half, like don't want anything to do with it. And I think both those are okay. Um, and so I, you know, that's why we try to offer like something for each person. Well, you know? some of the, some of the feedback that I've, I've been getting is, the vast majority, at least those who speak up, um, say that they think that building it would be a positive 
Yeah. Right. So I feel like I'm a little bit alone, but it's okay. I'll stand my ground and, and admit that I don't really. Yeah. Um, and there, it's just the intimidation. If I was familiar with it, like if, if there is that material, like Garrett, Garrett, honestly, it's so funny. Like Garrett admits he has this like fancy camera equipment, which he does. It's it's this nice camera equipment. And he says he, he what does he say? What, what is it that Garrett says? Like he makes up for his <laughs> lack of screen quality with camera equipment. <laughs> yep. Yep. So... <laughs> No, Garrett is the quintessential of uh, just just give it a little more throttle. It'll it'll take care of it. <laughs> so That's we were uh, we were training some people uh, way back in September, and uh, he's talking to him on the radio, and he'll surprise you. He's a phenomenal trainer. I mean, he's probably he's better than me. Like he's just really good on the radio, and you just you just wouldn't expect it. And this guy was flying by, and he's like, "I'll only do this if you're comfortable, but you look comfortable." And it was it was <laughs> hilarious. Like, but uh, so now he, he he does a really good job. And so it with does, the camera stuff too, you're yeah, it's it's a nice camera. It, it doesn't surprise me though. Like, I mean, he really does come off super well on yeah. on video. Like, yeah, um, I know that we've all known each other for a while now, and he asked me for pointers like from time to time. I mean, it's it kind of seems silly because the most important thing to a video is is just how well the person comes off and Garrett comes off extremely well in these tutorial videos so does yep. Bill <laughs> I mean it's it's a lot of fun to watch it's, Bill. Uh, <laughs> it's it's green hair Bill now that's some sort of a promotional thing <laughs> <laughs> no they do a great job and you know same for Bill a lot of people don't know this but I mean he's gone over there to Italy he's been involved with every Viterasi dealer class that we put on here um, and so he, he knows the product, uh, inside and out. And so he, in fact, he may have all the part numbers memorized at this point. So maybe right. I need to start quizzing him. He, he knows them that for well. Sure. <laughs> so speaking of, of which I, I know there, there are obvious, I always want to keep this show super short, way shorter <laughs> than, than it ever is. Um, because it's always fun talking to you and, and hearing about just all the other BS in paramotoring. Um, yeah. but as far as gravity goes, um, let's touch on real quick, like videos. Um, you, you do have like a really solid, have you had any feedback from as far as like the assembly video goes? Yeah. Feedback has been really good and, and, you know, so customers really appreciate it. And I think doing a detailed video like that is, is key. Um, we're still in the process of a manual production, but it's, um, you know, pictures worth a thousand words, you know, what's a video worth type. Right. Deal? Yeah. And so we, <laughs> yeah, we chose to, we chose to do a video so that we could rapidly innovate and also give the customers as much detail as possible. Right. Um, and as we start to study out our production, like there's small inline changes that are hipping, happening here and there. Um, uh, you know, once it's a little more finalized, we're going to have a, a actual manual. We're going to have an app. We've got a lot of things planned for it but you know you can't build that stuff and then change it as easily and so that's what the the videos have done for us so the feedback has been has been fantastic and you know big shout out to both bill and garrett like they're the ones that make that happen there's even a local jumper there named fletch who's also he's a master with a camera and those guys they just i mean they they hold it down on the video side yeah i i think ultimately fantastic Right. I think ultimately having that assembly video is like, boom, primary, number one, make sure you have that because it's a lot of work to build this thing. 
Uh, number two, I, I've, and this is just in response to some things that I've been hearing in my Gravity Defiant videos, is individuals looking for options and like the the price and my my suggestion to go to their website. <laughs> I mean, I try to be nice. I'm, I'm I do want to be nice. Um, but if you guys have a video like showing all of the well, options, yeah, and we we're we're gonna do a video about that, but. If I know I keep talking about the website, it's been a lot of people's favorite uh, comment to talk about, um, but it's getting a lot better. So we're finalizing, finalizing the way the person checks out now. Mm-hmm. And so in a, in a lot of our dealers, we pushing it this way to like really streamline the purchase process and make it easier. So if you go to gravity paramotors and then click purchase, it'll take you to a configurator, right. which is 1 million percent more transparent and like exactly what you're getting. And talking about the features, benefits of this system versus that, <laughs> what the cost difference is. Right. And when you get to the end of it, you select a dealer to make your purchase through. And so that's something that we're going to be rolling out. And a lot of other updates, like right now, Gravity Paramotors, the Defy doesn't have its own page. That's getting rounded out right now. Right. And so we are, you know, if I call it treading water, we're just now starting to like, tread water you know we're not drowning anymore uh-huh. and so as we start to really polish some aspects of the company those are the things that we're gonna that we're polishing out right now for sure so we know we we know it's a gap but as i've said a hundred times on these previous podcasts like we really focused on the pre-order customers first and we're now transitioning uh, away from, you know not completing those orders and then transitioning <laughs> to new customers at the same time routing stuff out for uh, the rest of this year and next year yeah looking forward cool yeah rather than just then rather than just handling everybody who's who's already got it now you guys can start looking towards the future as well is that what i'm hearing yeah like as far so as we, new customers and and bringing bringing in new interest um, yeah, and like you, you know, not not that I'm an economics expert, but like some of our supply lines are starting to relax, or maybe a better word is stabilize. Right. You know, because the world shut down, it started back up, it shut back down again, and like you know, a lot mm-hmm. of our suppliers like getting you know smashed for Christmas, you know, everything else. And right. so now that we've we're starting to get ahead in production, where we're going to have stock there, we're really excited for what January is going to bring. You know, being able to be go from like weeks of lead time to like days of lead time, I think is going to be key for you know gravity success in uh, yeah. twenty you know twenty twenty one. Not yeah. only for new customers, but for current customers too. If they need parts or whatever, it's like same day shipping. I've ordered things on glider sports and it's always super fast. I think that's probably what I, the comment that I hear the most come up on the paramotor yeah. group is I ordered it. Boom. It's there, which that's, is good. That's a hundred percent. Not me. Like that's bill. Like bills, I, yeah, getting, I <laughs> nah, I bills, <laughs> bills getting it done and, and, and Garrett there too. Like those guys crushed the shipping. Um, and there's going to be days like they're calling me this, this and that because they're trying to meet that. Uh, I think it's 3 p.m. deadline to get right. stuff picked up there central time. And so yeah. they they do a really good job with that. And we've we've not been perfect in the past. I think it's important that you look at that. Uh-huh. You know, we've kind of outgrown, you know, what we could handle in, in one day. But yeah. with some changes that we've made over really the last year, like I if it's been in stock and ordered at the right time, I can't think of a time that hadn't gone out. So that's that's all Garrett and Bill there. Yeah. So, hmm. so moving on to uh, some of the other things that I've seen recently, and, and we do actually have some listeners to this show that are that are <laughs> overseas, I've seen. And yeah. especially on, on some of the content that I've been putting out, I'm sure it's the same for Mitchell, um, seeing 
a lot of interest in those who are primarily in, I keep seeing Australia and England. Yep. We are working really hard to take care of those guys. Um, it's been a challenge for us because, you know, there's people that reach out to us that want to buy Paramotors Direct. And there's also people that reach out to us from those places that want to buy that have never done paramotoring, you know. Right. And so support being critical is you don't you don't want to grow too fast in the company because if I get a machine over there, something happens and now it's 15 days before he gets a part to, to fly it again. Like that's not a great user experience, you know. Right. Um, and a lot of customers like, well, I'm willing to accept that until they're waiting 20 days for their part. And all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're back to square one. And so we are, we are having conversations now for international dealers to get something set up. It's something that we've, we've seen all the comments and, you know, we're beyond excited to launch in those countries, but we really want to make sure that we can deliver on the support side. For sure. I, i.e. like, you know, something breaks, like you're not waiting for us to get it to them. The dealer has it in stock there. Mm-hmm. And so those those conversations are going on right now. And I and I hope to have something in place in weeks, not months. And uh, kind of our suspense state is the beginning of the year. That'll be really well received once it is an option for individuals over there to be able to get it. Well, and it's it's a great feedback opportunity for us, because one thing we've noticed is that all the USA pilots, American pilots, they kind of fly similar. You know, they usually fly a little bit smaller wings they're a little bit heavier. So they're a little more loaded. You know, I'm not saying one flying style is better than another. It's just a very distinct style of flying here mm-hmm. uh, to where internationally I've seen a little more cross country type st- flying style. Responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not saying that. Is that uh, the proper way to fly? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's um, it's important for us to like, get their feedback, too, you know, right. just because then they're a very experienced demographic too. a lot of those guys are on their third or fourth motor. And so they've, you know, mountains, years of experience. And so, you know, from a design side, from my point of view, like I can't wait to get machines there because I, you know, we're always trying to make it better. I want to hear what they think, you know, it's important. Do you think, do you think that I'm just curious, do you think that they are more reserved pilots, I suppose, or cautious? I mean, down under in Australia, seems like they're they're just like cruising the shorelines i've spoken with several like super nice people sometimes i have these conversations with paramotor pilots in australia like today a guy named tony who's an airline pilot flying for Qantas, i think um yeah it it, they fly paramotors but it's more relaxed at least from everybody i've seen so i gotta be careful what i say here um (laughs) i've never flown over there or been in those communities so i can only give you like an assumption and like an outside view and also from the perspective of relationships i've had with pilots over there and manufacturers um i think their training program in a lot of the countries is is probably more rounded than ours you know i've heard some statements in some of the european countries uh that you, it's easier to get a pilot's license than it is to get a paramotor license. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> which I think is going to produce a different type of pilot, you know, um, mm. especially if there's consequences to uh, breaking some of those rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. And huh. so I, I, would, I would probably say as a rule they're, you know, a little more conservative in, right. in the way they fly. Because of the again, governing body, perhaps? Yeah, again, an assumption, but one thing I did notice with the, you know, from the outside looking in is they do a lot more planning 
Like they get oh, up when they go sure. places, for sure. you know, so they got those round boards with mat boards, everything else doing it. And so like, I've, I've always been impressed by that aspect of their flying. Right. And, and part of it is too, like America is very, very lucky in the way our airspace is set up. Like it's an incredible amount of freedom. For sure. Um, I would argue probably one of the most free airspaces to fly in the world. You know, right. especially like flying over cities, everything else, as long as you stay out of the congested area, out of the major airspaces, like you can literally do anything you want, um, Wait, which I think are is. Are you saying that there are, you could go <laughs> over a city? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you got to stay out of the congested areas. That's a whole nother podcast. But uh, mm, yes, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm but I, you know, and I think it's, you know, not to get, get back on my soapbox, which I always do. You know, I think it's important that we as American pilots take care of that, you know, or anybody flying over here um, because we have such a good deal when it comes to airspace. Um, right. So I guess to answer your question with a really long answer, like I always do, I think just the, the way the regulations are set up, everything else forces them to probably be a lot more planning focused when they fly. Right. Than, right, right. than we are over here. Because, because when I watch Europeans, well, specifically British individuals flying paramotors, I find that they're like taking off from airfields and they're using radio communications and they're they're like connected to the the planes around them, you know. Yeah, like, no, they've got uh, I think it's called Flarm or whatever, like oh, anti-collision right, right, right. devices, yeah, yeah. everything. Else. I mean, it's a it's a dense airspace over there. Like it's not, yeah. So if anybody ever wants to nerd out, if you go to fly, I think it's Flight Radar Twenty Four. You can see all the flights over the United States and pretty much track anything you want. So like view the United States and then view like Europe and then really zoom in the United States and you'll see like how much airspace is actually open. It's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So um, (laughs) (laughs) the the other thing that I I wanted to to, I don't know if you felt comfortable uh, you know, this is our first date uh, (laughs) talking about that that little thing you slip on sometimes that harness <laughs> yeah yeah uh you may have seen some photos we're not ready to release them okay public, then don't but don't because because i've already asked you and garrett and bill i want to leak those photos because because you did let some slip to me and and yeah. i was so excited to see this thing this thing i'm not saying it <laughs> no I'm, I'm super excited it, yeah, no, we've um, we've worked really hard on the harness and we've got several other options, too, that we're pursuing right. um, to get to what we think is going to be the kind of the best standard option for uh, for gravity. Um, right. And that's that's an area where covid has absolutely hurt us and everybody else. Uh-huh. Soft goods is very it, it requires a lot of manual labor, a lot of sewing, a bunch of people tight together in a room. And that's obviously a challenge right. currently in this world. Yeah, and so we we're excited to get get that problem solved. What other updates do you have for us today, Sean? Uh, the, the biggest one is is the new configurator for the website, and uh, getting some of that stuff updated for future customers has been a big priority of ours. Right, um, and also shortening our lead times. We are uh, weeks away from not having to have long lead times. You so know, our goal. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say yeah. So if if an individual. Um, reaches out to or, or goes to the configurator, which which I wanted to add that I think the configurator is super cool. Like, I mean, yeah. I already have my gravity defiant paramotor, but yeah. I still find myself going to it just to <laughs> click through the options because it's fun to it's kind of like, you know, you're building your your unit. Um, yeah. 
And, and I was thinking kind of an off track note, it would be really cool if at the end of it, there was like an option to print it. And then, I, you know, I'm that loser who might like post it next to my desk in my office and, and just say like goals, you know, is something. Well, yeah. Well, there's going to be a PDF export button on it. So when you, when you complete it or before you even have to send it to a dealer, you can download the PDF version of it oh, and yeah. it'll have the configuration on it. I wouldn't dare. I don't know if anybody's, well, you know, when you buy a brand new car, it comes with the, the sales sheet on the window or whatever. Uh-huh, right. I always thought those things were the coolest thing in the world, but uh, <laughs> yeah. we're not quite there yet. But we'd <laughs> like to cool have yet. like, <laughs> well, like everything's going to be serial numbered, the build sheet of what you got, you know, what was included. You know, I think that's important for the customers and for us, right. you know, given the length of warranty we offer on these. And so uh, it just, it's just, all part of, I guess, the overall, like, as we start to polish Gravity Paramotors, to me, like, those are the items that really, like, help make a company, mm, uh, yeah. you know, build that pedigree that oh. it needs. So, yeah. So, back before I got caught off guard with the fun build-it-yourself kit online, um, once it's done in the configurator and it goes off to a dealer, let's say, at what point can somebody realistically expect, how long are we talking, like, somebody might get it within a month or... Uh, um, what's the soonest somebody could get we're, st- we're still pushing some dates right now, but I think by the first of the year, we're going to get really near our target of having stuff ready to ship in one that like one to two days. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. And so we've been hustling Garrett and Bill been hustling, you know, on suppliers are getting stock here, um, uh-huh. to ensure that we can kind of, that that's our goal is to is like you call up on Monday or you submit your um, your configuration to your dealer. The dealer should reach out to you, confirm, you're like, hey, this is what you want. Maybe talk about the pluses and the negatives of each system, you know, make sure it's good to go. The dealer's going to put that system in. It goes in queue and like within a day or two, like pretty much everything shipping out. Hmm. And so, and uh, the only lead times, this is, I always got to put something on here that I make Garrett and Bill nervous about is, we are going to transition to raw. Everything's going to be raw aluminum. Um, and we're going to offer um, uh, anodizing, custom anodizing here in the future. So they will be so, able to get yeah. the green and black. Uh, I mean, yep. I've seen images of green and black that look really nice. I have my raw aluminum and I think it looks kind of like um, Terminator. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well, and... And the, the downside of, you know, the raw aluminum is that it, when we get it anodized, that is going to add some time. But we think that'll be a fair trade off for a customer to be like, hey, if you want it tomorrow, here you go. Um, right. But if you wanted a certain color, then, you know, we're looking at a week, you know, week or two lead time. Very, very cool. I'm sure you've got <laughs> something else you can think of. I got some things I want to talk about. We're just not ready yet. You may have seen a photo of one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's some things I want to drop, but there. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's that thing, and there's something else similar to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's got wheels on it. I'll leave it there. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so we're not we're not ready to drop it yet, but um, 
we we are excited uh, about where you know what 2021 is going to bring. Damn, and so we're there, excited. There, there's a lot for people. There's a lot for people to be excited about, dude. I'm so glad I'm 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 friends with you guys because, like, so. when you you send me something to my phone and I'm just like, this is so cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited. So it's we've been we've been working super hard, and like that's the advantage of us rounding out some of these production things of getting people taken care of is it starts to allow me free time, Bill free time, Garrett free time to like focus on some other projects that right. are a lot more customer facing per se. Do you think do you think that you'll ever bring another person on board? We are actually in discussions about that right now. Um we've been looking for a little bit, kind of been hot and cold on the subject, but uh, we're definitely interested in a full-time trainer there. Um right, and right. And part of their duties would be some shipping and stuff um, if they desire and if their schedule support it. But we are we're open to a full uh, picking up a full time trainer. So it just uh, you got to find the right guy. You know, it's going to be the right fit. And like somebody that's training for your organization, like it's 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 just risky for a business, you know. And so you want somebody that's really good. Um, and so, yeah, if anybody's out there, you know, feel free to, to hit me or Garrett or, or Bill up and we, we'd love to continue that conversation. Right. Oh, yeah. well, I appreciate your time as always. And I, I hope, uh, I hope next week, at least one of those cool things can be <laughs> shared. Just one, just one. Yeah. Um, yeah. do you think so? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'll see, uh. We'll see how bad I get beat up by Garrett and Bill over the anodizing <laughs> deal. So hopefully, Sean, they... shut up. <laughs> so cool, but, uh, but no, I I appreciate it, guys, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next couple one of these. So, and uh, I guess if we don't talk to anybody, happy, have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, so and a happy New Year. Yeah, absolutely. And in the meantime, if you have any questions, you can reach out to Gravity Paramotors. Reach out to Sean, reach out to Garrett, reach out to Bill, or you can reach out to myself and we'll have your question answered on the next Gravity Connect. So whether it's you're somebody over in England and you're interested in seeing how to get your hands on one of these and you have a specific question, or if you have perhaps a specific color you want, or a question about (laughs) building it, whatever it may be, just ask the question. You'll hear it on here. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Thanks again, Sean, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. See you.